everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I'm your host, Heather. I don't know if you remember me because it's been so long since I've been on here, but I feel like it's going to be... I don't, it's going to be badass. I can't wait to show you guys what I have. Not show you. I can't wait to talk about stuff that I want to talk about. This is so, I don't even know. I, I don't know how to do this anymore. Not qualified. Anyways, I'm so glad to be back and I'm going to bring you guys a new series. We left off with the Enneagram series. We're starting the aesthetic series now and it's going to be like a whole new fresh breath of air. So the aesthetic series is going to be about Botox and filler and skincare and all the things that you can do and what to expect when you come see me. Um, it's the injectable part of sex, love and injectables. And I feel like I definitely don't have anything to talk about in the sex arena. Definitely don't have anything to talk about in the love arena, but I have so much to say about injectables. So it is time that we dive into that. So to start that, I just kind of want to talk about myself naturally, um, because, you know, if you've listened to the show, you obviously know that I like to talk about me sometimes. So a little bit about me. Um, I am an injector in Fort Worth, and I've been injecting since 2015. I love what I do. I get uh, a lot of people asking me how I got into the industry. And to be honest with you, I'd never planned to be here. Um, I, it was definitely a God thing. I went to nursing school with the intention of working in the hospital. And I did that for a couple of years and then started a business called the Brautini Bar which shout out to the Brautini bar. It's done super well, but that is what got my foot in the door into aesthetics. And I have loved it ever since there's, there's a lot of injectors out there. Um, so, you know, I always tell people that are prospect people wanting to get into it. Don't worry about how many people are doing something because nobody's ever going to do it like you. So that's kind of the mindset that I have going into it. But anyways, so I learned how to do injections and realized that I'm very passionate about it. And I feel like my niche is that I want to normalize aging, which is kind of a weird thing because when you work in a med spa setting and you're constantly picking at certain things, you tend to start to have your own insecurities. And I struggle with that, you know, for myself as well. So whenever I say that out loud, it's kind of uncomfortable a little bit, but I want to change that societal wave of people thinking that we devalue as we get older and, you know, have us change our way of thinking to, knowing that, you know, not everybody gets the privilege of getting older. So why not, you know, normalize the idea that we're going to get better with age and not that we're going to get less value with age, if that makes sense. I don't know. I just like, I'll go on a tangent with this. I think it applies more to women than guys out there. And I'm not hating on the guys at all, but with women, I feel like as we get older, we feel like our value goes less. And with guys, I feel like the older they get, they get more valuable. And I honestly think that, you know, I don't know, this might be a blanket statement and I might get in trouble for saying it, but that's okay. Like I like to go against the grain sometimes, but I just feel like, you know, women look at the inner pieces of somebody as attractive, whereas men, some men, I'm not blanket statementing you guys. 
look at the outer appearance as value. So when that happens, I think that's why women tend to think that they devalue with age. So that's all to say that what I think makes me different and what separates me from a lot of injectors, not every one of them, there's other injectors that think this way too, is that I'm a very natural beauty driven injector. I think that the client defines their own beauty because they see themselves every day in the mirror. My job is just to be there as the support person to help you along the way. I'll never, ever tell you that I'm going to make you look younger. I know that's different, but I'm I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to do something that's physically impossible to do. You're never going to be younger. I know that hurts. It hurts me saying out loud. Um, as a 35-year-old woman, I have to tell this to myself too. I'm never going to be younger. And frankly, like I don't want to be because I think back to 20-something-year-old Heather and she was awkward. She I don't know why I'm talking in third person, but she was awkward AF. She cared way too much about what people thought. Um, I mean, she cared about things that were out of her control. She was codependent. Like there's a lot of things that I don't want to go through again. And I like in my thirties, I fully like come to terms with who I am. I feel like I'm comfortable in my own skin. Like, I don't want to go backwards. I want to go forwards. And I want that. I want the same thing for my clients. So like just to give you an idea of what to expect when you come into my office to see me and like trying to target those people that are scared to really, it's not a scary situation. You come in and the very first thing I'm going to do, I'm not going to hug you because that's totally BC before COVID. I'm probably going to like tell you, I wish that I could hug you because I like to hug people. That sounds so weird, but no, I, I do miss that. But you'll come into my room and the very first question that I'm going to ask you is when you look in the mirror, what is your favorite facial feature about yourself? And it's such a, it's such a weird experience because it's awkward. Like we're not, you're not expect, you didn't expect to answer that question. You are thinking about what you want to change. So the purpose is a lot deeper when I ask that question. It's not just to figure out what your favorite feature is. It's actually to start the process of me seeing you on a positive note, because I don't want you to come into my room and be like, I hate this. I hate this. I don't like this. I don't like this. It's just, I don't don't know. It's icky. Uh, I want to be the person that's going to emphasize that you're already beautiful the way you are. Like you don't need to see me, but you don't have to look like you were road hard and put up wet, (laughs) like, sounds terrible, but you don't, you can, you can see me and I can help to rejuvenate and refresh and, and help you to feel like the very best version of yourself at the age that you have the privilege of being. So that's the first thing. And, and it, it does get kind of awkward because sometimes people, you know, will shed tears because they don't have an answer. Some people will just stare at me awkwardly, which is also uncomfortable because I don't like to stare awkwardly at people. Like, I don't know if anybody else has experienced this. If you're a provider, if you have, you know what I'm talking about? Like those clients that you're injecting and they're staring into your soul the whole time. And you're just like, hey, what's up? And then you're like, 
relax, close your eyes because it's weird. So anyways, that's, there's a couple things that happen. They either shed tears. And then we talk about, you know, what's really the purpose driving you to come in to see me. I want to make sure that you're healthy on the inside too, because you shouldn't get injections for any other reason other than for you, because you want to do it. Not because, you know, some girl on Instagram that has 20,000 filters on is doing it. Or your guy says that he wants you to do it, or he's let's be real, all the investigators out there, you investigate your man's Instagram to see that he's liking all the photos of these girls that are all photoshopped and big boobies and big lips. Like that's not the purpose for you to get injections. The purpose is for you because you don't have to live with certain things if you don't want to like wrinkles. We have things for that. So coming back around to that Whenever you sit in my chair, that's the purpose of starting with that positive of what are some things that you like about yourself. Then the next question is, what are some things that bother you? So, you know, the objective, again, is not to reconstruct something unless you truly have, you know, an issue that needs to have augmentation. For example, you know, your nose has a bump obviously we're reconstructing that or your chin is recessed. Then we're giving you some chin. You can do that with filler or, you know, whatever that's reconstructing it. But my goal is again, to just to refresh and rejuvenate you so that you feel like, or you look like you slept for 12 hours before kids. Like, I don't even know what that is, but I want to look like that every day. So that's my goal. Um, you know, so anyways, that's kind of where the consultation process starts. And then I go into a little bit of the nutshell version of myself. And that is that again, I'm a natural beauty driven injector. I don't want to say, and I've had this situation before I've been into a doctor's office that was an injector, but this is before I was an injector and He's like pinching the skin under my neck, telling me that I needed to do this and I need to do this and I should do this. I'm like, fucker, you just gave me a complex. I just wanted a little bit of lip filler. And now I feel like I'm a haggard person. So that's not my goal is to be like, okay, so, you know, we're going to do 10,000 things and then you're going to look like 10 years younger. That's not the objective. That's not, that's not a realistic expectation. That's just like giving you a compliment, you're going to walk out and be like, man, I'm fucking ugly. Like I came in feeling all right. Now I feel like a two. So again, that's not the goal. So you're going to come in, we go through the good and bad. And then what I do next is explain my anti-aging treatment plan. The goal is to simplify it because a lot of times you get overwhelmed by the amount of treatments that are available out there. And when that happens, you tend to just walk out. You're like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just going to live with this. So the job of an injector really is to simplify the treatment plan so that all you have to do as the client is just come in. So I'm trying to build a trusting relationship. And by doing that, I'm going to lay out just a generalized treatment plan. And it's the same, whether you're in your thirties, your forties, your fifties, 60s. And then, you know, at some point, you know, it it does alter if you're if you're older and certain things aren't going to do what you are wanting to do. And it requires something more invasive like surgery, then I'm going to be realistic. And then, you know, on the opposite end of that, if you're in your 20s, 
your treatment plan is going to be go home and enjoy your fucking collagen, but also wear sunscreen. I don't know why y'all have an issue with wearing sunscreen and why are people still tanning? Like, don't do that. I know you think that it's not going to affect you and you're young and hot and whatever, but look, I'm telling you, listen to what I have to say. Wear that, wear the sunscreen all the time. Even if there's a hurricane, I don't care if you work in an office, there's a hurricane outside Put on sunscreen. It takes two seconds and it'll help you look younger or don't. And then you can look, you know, like leather skin and I'll look great while I'm older than you. So do what you want. But anyway, so that's, that's kind of what I do. I go into a treatment plan situation. So this is the secret sauce that I'm going to give you injectors. If you're listening, my treatment plan is super simple. And for clients who are listening, it works. Okay. So my treatment plan is a four prong approach. I say prong. I don't know if that's right. It makes me feel good, but it's a four prong approach. It's not sequential, meaning you don't have to do number one first. You don't have to do number two first. You can do any one of them at any time, but to get the most optimal results, you have to include all four of them. So, and you can think of it as a pyramid too, but again, I don't really like pyramid because one thing's not greater than the other, right? Like, it's just a prong for things. Number one, neuromodulators. That's a fancy word for the four products that are on the market that help to reduce wrinkles. All they do is they stop the muscle from contracting so hard to where it brings the skin in and causes a line. Most commonly on the forehead, in between the brows, you could do your crow's feet. You can put Botox in a lot of areas, uh, but I typically, for first timers, will recommend that you start in the negative emotion areas, and that's your forehead and in between the brows. Now, listen carefully. There is no substitute for talks. I'm gonna say that again. There, literally, there's no substitute. And I had this debate recently. Somebody walked in, wanted a facial. And I was like, sure. Yeah, great. Let's schedule a facial. We have an amazing esthetician. And she's like, well, I really just want to get rid of these. And she pointed to her crow's feet, which are the lines that occur around the eyes when you smile really hard. And they're not bad lines to have. They tell people you smile. But if you let them get out of control, then they can, you know, age you a little bit. So realistically, you can't get rid of those lines with a facial. You can soften them. It'll hydrate the skin. But there's no magic potion. There's no skincare line that's going to get rid of those wrinkles unless you're using Tox. And the reason why is because you have to look at the root cause of what's happening. What's happening is that the muscles are moving repetitively. And if you think about the skin, the skin has collagen when we're younger. That's the bounce back to the skin. Over time, if you think about skin like a rubber band, if you stretch the rubber band over time, it's never going to go back into that same tight, sound and dirty, rubber band shape. So that's the same thing. It's, it, that's, it just is what it is. So if you're looking at it that way, when those muscles are repetitively moving and you don't have the collagen to support the muscles going back into the resting position and the skin following, you're going to start seeing lines when you're not having expressions. So the lines in the forehead, I call the worry lines. The lines in between the brows, I call the angry lines. 
those are the two priority areas that we want to treat with talks because if you have those lines at resting state, we call those static lines, then you're just going to walk around looking angry and worried, which I get it. We are, especially in 2021, we're all angry and we're all worried, but we don't want to look like it. Like I want to be pleasant as shit looking. Um, for example, there was a time whenever I was a baby injector and I was trying to learn how to reconstitute, uh, Botox or Dysport, sorry, Dysport. And you have to do, it's different from Botox. You have to do it a certain way, right? So it up, Dysport comes in a powder. This is different from dilution. Everybody trolls listening. This is not diluting it. It's called reconstituting it. You have to add some kind of liquid to mix the drug so that you can then inject it. So when I was a new baby nurse injector, I completely fucked this up and I doubled my dose of what I normally inject into my own self. So, and it takes a couple of days to kick in. So after it was done, I was like, I called my friend and I'm like, look, I don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of days. It could be really bad or it could be really awesome. We don't know. We're going to find out. So the next couple of days, I kid you not, it was the best thing that's ever happened in my face life. And um, I probably won't do it again for fear that it wouldn't be as good. But it led me to the belief that dosage equals duration. And I looked pleasant AF. Like our the place that I was working previously the corporate people came and they were like, look, Heather, you know, we were kind of worried about you because I know that, you know, we hired you and then we found out you're going through your divorce and we didn't know how you were emotionally, but you look like you're so happy. And at that moment, I was like, I am so happy. Was I? No, I'm not happy, but my face looked like I was. And that's the goal of talks, people. So anyways, long story short, that's the first prong of anti-aging talks. You can't substitute it. You got to do it. You want to keep up with it every three to four months. You don't want to let your movement come all the way back. You don't want to do it just for events. You're wasting your money if you do that. If you keep up with it and you never let the movement come back, you'll never get those lines. Are you still going to age? Yes. Are you still going to have some lines? Yes. But it's going to prevent any of those worry lines and the angry lines from getting deeper and looking, have, making you look like you're tired and worried all the time. So that's number one. Number two is volume. So mother nature is an asshole, but there's no way around her. Like she is a force to be reckoned with and we're going to fight her. We're going to fight her, but she is a bitch. So number two is volume. We lose a teaspoon of volume every decade after 30, a whole ass teaspoon in her face. It's rude. So the only way to replace volume is to inject volume. And we do that with filler. And this is where it gets kind of scary, right? Like one of the biggest fears of people that have never had injections is that they don't want to look like an overstuffed pillowcase. They don't want overfilled face syndrome. They don't want cat face. Like there's several names for it. And unfortunately, we see it a lot and people notice it. You're not going to notice good filler. Good filler is just going to look like you know, JLo, who says she uses olive oil for her skincare, but you're not going to notice it. It's just going to look like you're refreshed and rejuvenated. Um, but you're going to notice the bad filler. So I personally think that that is the result of somebody that's not healthy on the inside. Maybe the injector looks like that and they're, they're used to seeing this. Maybe the person's used to seeing it. 
but they're coming back too frequently. They're putting in too much. And I think that they're trying to accomplish tightening the face by filling it up. And that's not the way it's not the way. So going back, we lose a teaspoon. One teaspoon is five syringes of filler. So whenever I say that to somebody that's never had filler, it sounds like a lot and you can always add more, but realistically we do want to start you at an adequate amount so that you're investing appropriately. Because if you come in and you're in your forties and you've never had injections before and you have significant volume loss and you say, I want to do all of this with one syringe, I'm personally, I'm not going to do it. But if somebody did do that, you're not going to notice anything. And then I put another one in and another one in. It's going to take you like eight visits before you're like, oh, okay, cool. So just know that, you know, there's, there is a natural beauty looking way to do injections, but that doesn't mean that we're not doing that much. We're going to do an appropriate amount. The trick is to maintain it at an appropriate time. A lot of these fillers that we put in the face can last up to two years. So you don't need to come in every six months to get filler. So anyway, that's number two, volume. You have to replace volume with volume. In the non-surgical platform, we use filler. It's one of my favorite drugs. Tox is probably my first. Call it the gateway drug. But um, on the surgical side, they use fat grafting. So even, you know, for the women that are like, I'm going to get a facelift. In, in deep plane facelifts, most of the time they're, they're harvesting fat to inject into the face, into the areas that lose volume. Because that's just, it's a natural physiological part of aging. So that is number two. Number three is skin tightening. That's kind of what I was touching on before. You can't just do tox and filler. You also have to address the fact that we're losing elasticity and collagen. And so the only way to help with skin tightening is to help regenerate collagen on the non-surgical side. On the surgical side, it's all about facelifts. And that's where they, you know, for lack of a better term, they cut your face off, but they, they tighten it. So, and there's actually really good docs out there that keep it natural. It's not like it used to be where, you know, you, it looked uncomfortable all the time. It's very, very pretty. So anyway, there's tons of treatments that you can do to regenerate collagen. I offer skin, uh, microneedling, which helps to regenerate collagen more on the superficial level on the outside. So it helps with like fine lines and wrinkles. I also offer a thread lift. I don't recommend watching the videos on the thread lift. They look terrible, but it's, you know, like people are like, I don't want to do that. It looks horrible, but yet you get a nose job. Have y'all not seen the videos in the nose job where they like crush your nose first? Like just don't look the videos. So rule number one, trust your provider. It's not going to look pretty when you do it, but at the end, it's going to look really pretty. So the three, the skin tightening, you're just trying to tighten the skin because again, you can't really use, this is an unpopular opinion, but you can't really use filler to tighten and lift. It's so minimal because again, one syringe is only one fifth of a teaspoon. So summing up so far, number one, neuromodulators, Botox, Dysport, ZMN, Javo. Number two, volume, filler. Number three, skin tightening. And that leaves us with number four, which is medical grade skincare. And I'm not a salesperson. So I don't, I don't know. I guess I am a salesperson, but I don't mean to be. I just give you real information and tell you what treatment plan is going to be the most appropriate for you. And then you do it and it works. So number four is the medical grade skincare at house of beauty. 
which is uh, my super like laid back hippie vibes, good vibes, medical spa in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, at, at our place, we offer Zio, which is an amazing line by Dr. Obaji. It works. And I'm one of the biggest skeptics, but at the end of the day, what I care most about is that you're using a medical grade skincare. And just like what I was talking about before, as long as you're wearing your sunscreen in the morning and you're doing retinol most days per week, that's two of the most important things that you can do. If you're not wearing sunscreen, don't even, don't even see me. Like you're just wasting your money because it's pointless. So that is really it. So we go through that and then everybody's plan gets a little customized based on, you know, their age and their presentation in your thirties. You can do these things. And it, it, one of the most common things that I hear, cause I do treatments myself is you don't need to, I don't need to, because I do them. If y'all saw me without it, like it'd be a different story. I promise you, but I'm 35 and I'm going to fight it. I still enjoy my age because I was talking to y'all earlier about how aging is a privilege, so I'm not mad at it, but I'm not going to get road hard and put up wet. I'm going to look like I'm, you know, JLo. So that's, that is the four prong approach to anti-aging injectors. Please feel free to use that because I think that if we can just spread that to everybody and stop the whole, I'm going to make you look 10, 15 years younger and you need to do this and you need to do that. Then I just think that we're going to have a healthier America because it's, it is like social media is so gross for us right now. And even myself, I, I have to, I find myself even today, like I came to the new freaking awesome studio that Nexum has and took a picture and I was like, can you please put a filter? Cause I don't have makeup on, but why skin is supposed to be texture. So it's just, it can get really ugly. So guys out there, like, just know that it's, People on social media only put the highlight reel up. They're, they're not going to put the real stuff. So just be mindful of that. Don't have an acute eye. Be kind to yourself, especially in these years. And um, I don't know. I can't. I'm like talking to myself right now. Use the filter if you want to, but just know that you're not going to be like that in real life. Okay. Okay. So that's that. Um, real quick, I'm just going to give you my, what I do, because I know a lot of you have asked and, um, I I'm flattered. I don't know why, like, I feel like one of those people that's like, so many of you guys have asked what my routine is, and it's like one person. So what I do personally is disport. I don't have a favorite. I don't discriminate. I like Botox too, but most recently I do disport every quarter which is for me every three months. Cause I don't like any movement. I do microneedling every quarter at the same time. I do filler in my cheeks, my jawline, my lips and my under eyes. Um, as far as skin tightening goes, I have the threads. I also do a uh, laser treatment to help regenerate as well as uh, help with my melasma that my kids bless me with and ooh, they're such blessings. And then, um, what else do I do? Oh, I use the Zio skin line. So, um, if you guys have questions about that, like, please feel free to ask. I'm completely open. I don't hide my treatment because I don't care what people think. I think that we should normalize the fact that you can do stuff like this. It's kind of like going to the gym. Like why? I just don't get it. How, like, don't come at me and say like, you don't need to do those things or you're fake or it's fake or whatever. Like if it's fake, then don't go to the gym and lift weights, leave your muscles how they are. 
I don't think that that works, but it makes me feel better to say it like that. So anyway, that's my plan. Um, if you guys will also, I'm so glad to be back here. Like I'm in this room by myself talking to myself, but I know that you guys are listening. So this is great. I'm such a dork, but if you guys will go on my Instagram and follow me at injector underscore Heather. Also it's house of beauty underscore FW follow that as well. And if you will be so kind to go on iTunes and leave me a review and subscribe, I promise you, I'm going to keep you super entertained. It's not just going to be me, even though I could talk for hours to myself, but I will keep you entertained. We're going to talk all about Botox next solely. If you guys have questions, you can ask them on my social media. We're going to talk about filler. We're going to talk about sexual rejuvenation. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship and mental health. Like it's going to be a whole thing, a whole ass thing. So thank you guys so much for listening. Again, I'm so glad to be back. Love you guys. I will see you next time on Sex, Love, and Injectables. Bye.